Welcome to a segment of Mind You and Food. This is Suzanne Toro, and this segment is brought to you by Be Simply. Let's dive in. Welcome to the segment of Mind You and Food. This is Suzanne Toro, and I want to thank you for being here today. We are going to dive a little further into late summer for those who are in the Northern Hemisphere and those that are in the Southern Hemisphere, you're still rocking out winter. And as we make this migration pattern towards fall and spring, it's really important to really sip up the season that you're in. So today we're going to talk a little bit about trust. And so typically when someone has broken your trust, one might feel that they can't trust that person again or situation or person, place or thing. And it takes time and space, I would say space, to rebuild that trust from within and potentially uh, in and around the event or relationship whatever it might be. And so I see this a lot in health and wellness because people that go through any illness that really takes a large portion of their life, meaning that they have to pay attention, they're going to doctors, um, they're healing, they're doing everything in their capacity to find the remedy and come back in harmony with self. And oftentimes during that process, uh, the individuals will lose trust with certain things. It might be their body. It might be with medicines. It might be with food, which is medicine. It might be actually with the relationships they're having in and around them. And so to be noted, because I uh, practice nature's way with Ayurvedic science, Chinese medicine, aka science, and psycho-spiritual healing, that it's all these things together that can put us out of harmony and where we can feel defeated. And because I work in birth, life, and death, I see this when the story doesn't go the way the family or the individual wants, and the healing is in the death gateway. And so when we talk about trust, it it truly is this point of really surrendering to what the best outcome is for self and how one can navigate where they're going and to make that decision as to where they're going. And there will be clues and that's that gut response. So even for people that are in recovery from utilizing food as a control mechanism, which can take shape in uh, a wide variety of eating disorders. And they, their gut response universally is constricted in this area. And I um, teach in eating disorder clinics and bar none, 100% of the patients have constriction, discomfort with the stomach region. And as I've discussed before, this is where we're flow, our fire, our inner agni. It's also where we decide if we're going to doubt something, if we're going to fight or flight because we get this gut response. And even though it might take place in the lower 
energy centers, it's still very much the signal is coming to the gut. And so that trust gets broken. And so if inspired, I would love for you just in this moment, just to evaluate where your level of trust is with yourself. Forget the outside world. And on a scale of one to 10, do you trust yourself? And that might be in all aspects of your life, um, meaning with your mental thought patterns, your physical way of being in the world with uh, what you consume, not just food, but all different types. And where are you feeling really solid? And where do you feel like you have some inner work to do? And once you determine where you don't really trust yourself, this gives us a clue how to bring our relationship with all types of food that we put into our body, not just the physical, but the things we take in on social media that we take in in literature, in entertainment, in relationships. We learn how to rebuild this. And the reason I'm talking about this is during this time of year, this is when we uh, can put a little bit more attention on Mother Earth and how she can assist us in rebuilding trust and giving us a knowing of what is best for us to relate to, consume, and to engage with. And if you notice, when you go out in the woods the next time or into nature, you'll notice that nature doesn't have a long list of things that they can and can't do. Nature just knows what it's to eat and what's not. And some of this is trial and error. And back, you know, in the day uh, when Chinese medicine was originated, it was really like go into the forest, digest a bunch of plants, get sick. Potentially, um, someone might... Uh, exit their body if it was poisonous or they didn't have the remedy to reverse the action or induce vomiting. Um, and so this would be the trial and error. However, you wouldn't necessarily need to go to this extent because there's a signaling that's always happening. And so if any of you that are listening, uh, are at an unusual relationship with yourself, meaning especially in relationship to food, uh, you've been uh, in a process of healing or you have imbalances in the physical body, this is that time to build up your trust with things in and around you. And if you want some assistance, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, you can send me an email. The contact information is at my website link is below. And so for this season, I recommend something fun is going out and having picnics with yourself, with others, eating on the earth, welcoming yourself to repair your relationship with Mother Earth. So in an era where people are so vigilant about saving Mother Earth, yet again, on the scale of proportion, we are very small imprint on the planet. However, I would say that we need to repair our relationship with this ecosystem that we uh, relate to that provides for us. And when we surrender to that and trust with that, we'll see that we can be led quite effortlessly. So as we continue into the late summer season, uh, and you think about, oh, wow, how could I uh, shore up my 
level of trust with the things that I'm to put into my body, uh, the things that I'm to engage with. And this is that fun time to do that, just to see how your listening skills are. So if inspired, evaluate where you can trust yourself, where you can't. Uh, This might look like, oh, I get emotional and I can't trust myself to go to the grocery store because I might buy a pint of ice cream, eat the pint of ice cream, and then not feel so good about myself and not feel so good physically. So that's an area we would work on. You know, we would evaluate what's happening there and how we could welcome you to be with the emotions before putting a food blanket on top of it to try to control the uncomfortableness of the emotions. So that's just one example. So you can start to see if you've been on a long healing journey and you're frustrated, you've tried everything. I welcome you to sit outside daily, just lay on the earth, just let it be. Sometimes when we just stop trying, like in relationship and let it be, we see the truth. But then we know that we can trust the outcome. So from there, uh, we're going to, I'm going to share some recipes, uh, that you can enjoy on that picnic while you go out and repair your relationship with mother earth and yourself. And so, uh, as I was doing a little trek this morning, I noticed, uh, the local gardens in my neighborhood, they're have a lot of bounty growing and I see a lot of watermelons. So the first recipe I want to share with you, and I know I've shared it before, but we're going to share it again because it's a good one. And it seems like in my area, they're naturally in season, good size, ready to be picked, uh, is to get a organic watermelon from your garden or from your local farmer's market or grocer or farmer. From there, you're going to uh, slice it up. You decide the shape. You can ball it. You can cut it into fun shapes. Whatever you like, cubes. Use it as your artistic expression. Uh, Also gather some fresh mint from your garden and or local supplier. From there, you're going to put that in a bowl. You're going to take some Himalayan salt. Just sprinkle it on top of that melon. And then in a side dish, you're going to mix a couple tablespoons of balsamic vinegar. I have one that has a chocolate undertone, which would be really yummy. And then a local honey. And then a little bit, uh, maybe a teaspoon or a half teaspoon of cacao. And then if you have them, some cacao nibs, you're going to whisk that up into a little dressing. And actually, I want you to add uh, a lime to that. And then from there, you're going to toss that up and you're going to pour it over your bowl of watermelon and toss it gently really gently. If you have wood utensils, that would be best. And then you're going to let it sit. And again, you can make this ahead of time. Uh, If you're having people over for the picnic, put it in the container just or lightly cover it with a cloth. And then you can take it out on your picnic. And remember, nature is at room temperature or warmer. So you do not necessarily have to refrigerate uh, everything. Also, the, you know, the cold can taste refreshing and good. However, if you can stay uh, closer to room temperature or the external temperature, your system will balance a little bit easier. So let that rest. The other thing I've been noticing is zucchini blossoms, zucchini, uh, summer squash. These are all fun things. 
So what I like to do with zucchini, and it's a great side dish, we're going to make it into a summer uh, flatbread pizza. And we used to do this a lot in Arizona. It's a way you don't have to heat up the oven. Uh, so if you have a gas um, stove, you're going to take a thin flatbread. You can make it or you can purchase it. You're going to run it over the heat and let it get nice and crispy. Set it aside. You can do this right as you assemble or ahead of time, whichever you choose. And then just lightly brush it with some olive oil and sprinkle some salt and pepper on it and let it be. And then from there, I'm going to welcome you to slice up zucchini. And if you have an indoor grill, this would be better, or you could do it outdoor. Uh, and you're going to slice those up long, thin strips, and you're going to put olive oil. You're going to put some pepper, oregano, salt on there, and then you're going to grill it, flip it on both sides, get those uh, marks from the grill. And this has a lot of water in it. So what you'll do is you're going to take it off and let that drain. You could even put it on a cookie, a cooling rack, and it'll drip through and kind of crisp up to a nice level. And then from there, you're going to uh, chop up your olives. And again, I'm saying this backwards. You could do all the prep ahead of time and then build it up. You're going to chop up some olives, tomatoes, uh, thyme, and then you're going to assemble. So you take your grilled flatbread. Oh, one other thing, store-bought hummus or make your own hummus either way, but organic, please. So you're going to take your flatbed that's toasty. You're going to add your hummus, then a thin your layers of zucchini. And then from there, you're going to take your olives and tomatoes, sprinkle it around, then sprinkle around your thyme and sunflower. And there you have a beautiful thing to take out. You can cut it with a pizza knife. You could, If you're going to take it on a picnic, you can do this. You have your bowl and then you could put this on a cookie tray and cover it with, a, again, a cloth or parchment paper. And then it's ready to go. Uh, and you can eat all together off that tray or wood board. And don't be afraid to be unconventional. You don't have to pack everything up in plastic bags. If you can, have a plastic-free household or minimize the amount of plastic that you use. So that is, those are those two summer recipes, things you can do. You can also enjoy them at home in your backyard if you don't want to truck out. And then you might do a nice butter lettuce with jicama, um, maybe a few more uh, cherry tomatoes, maybe put some peppers in there and add a nice little bit of lemon, uh, olive oil and fresh seasonal herbs in there. So whisk it up and lightly drizzle it. I tend to put all dressings on the side so people can dress it to their liking. So uh, today I forgot to do this last week. One, I want to call out Donna Hay's uh, cookbooks. She is an amazing uh, I don't know, creator. I don't know how to introduce her other than that. But she, I have several of her cookbooks and I was just checking what her newest ones are. And she has everyday fresh meals and minutes and weak, light, super fast meals to make you feel good. I, what I love about Donna Hay, she's from Australia. She, it's all about simplicity. And when I teach my students, I really recommend that you take time, especially if you're interested in how herbs and alchemy works in the kitchen, that you take your time to learn your flavors and how to work with them. It's like a relationship. You want to uh, go slow and steady, 
versus hard and fast. So if you're interested in her great work, I have the links below of those two cookbooks and her other ones. Um, I think you might be pleasantly surprised. It looks like they're also available on Kindle or ebook. I personally prefer, prefer hardback books, and I recommend if you love cooking, create a library for yourself. You can't go wrong there. Now, we're going to um, shout out a few more things, uh, handcrafted goods. And there's one company which we're going to hear an excerpt from an interview that I just did with Ray Indigo from Formula Flawless. She, her partner, and uh, Freedom, her other partner, uh, business partner and relationship partner and business partner, have started this company, Formula Flawless, and it's artisan crafted organic 100%. And I've utilized this product and it's amazing. It does so many beautiful things. It also is all organic, good for you. And so what I've mentioned is that we're going back, you know, to a very European culture, especially here in North America, where there's the specialties, where the bread maker, the pizza maker, uh, the skin care maker, and then so we're going to exit out with that little bit about her product in a moment. I also, before we do that, want to shout out Long Beach Creamery. They're a local uh, ice cream company, all organic. Uh, she started her company in her kitchen and did it kind of, I don't know, underground for a bit. Uh, beautiful flavors. Again, an example of someone taking the time to work with the ingredients and teach her employees and build a product that really is consistent, amazing, and seasonal. So even if you're not in the area, if you're passing through, please stop by. Uh, however, if you're not, look for something similar in your area, or maybe you have an aspiration or destiny to uh, make ice cream. <laughs> so, and then another shout out to Superfeast. I mentioned them uh, last week, I want to mention them again because they are committed to uh, herbal herbalism in a way, a tradition that has been long lost, and they represent this trust, having trust in their unique farming system versus having to comply with uh, ordinances from government agencies that may not always have the best interests of humanity and business in mind. Uh, that's a whole other topic for another day. <laughs> we won't go into that right now. So, and then last but not least, just a couple reminders that in late summer, uh, you want to try to limit your ice beverages, fried foods, very sweet foods, alcoholic beverages. Also in late summer, um, you can add in cooling fruits like that watermelon, apple, berries, peach. There's still plenty of stone fruit, bananas, cranberry, figs, all of those yummy things, cucumber, papaya, pineapple, coconut. Just had some pineapple this morning. And uh, with that being said, cucumbers, I'm going to give you a little late summer Ayurvedic tip from your garden. Take your cucumbers uh, that you have. Maybe you have more than you can consume slice those up. You can even slice them up and put them in the freezer and uh, position them so you can get a couple pieces off. Lay that cucumber on your eyes and let it be. Just sit there. 
And if you have a little bit more time, take some uh, green tea, let it sit out in the sun so you get a nice sun-steeped green tea, loose-leaf green tea, not bags. And from there, you're going to pour that off and from your garden if you have it or your local market, get some aloe vera, uh, slice that open a little bit, take some of the gel, blend the two really well uh, with a whisk to get them um, melding well together. And then from there, you're just going to rub that substance all over your face and let it sit and dry. Uh, you can add, then add those cucumbers and give yourself a little piece. You can even lay out on the earth for 20 minutes and rebuild your trust with yourself, the ecosystem, and give thanks. Give thanks that we have all these beautiful things that are readily available to us if we so do choose to honor them that way. So we're going to pop into the last bit of conversation with the interview that I had with Ray Indigo about her skincare line, and then I'll be back on the other side. Share for the listeners what you have cooking there because your products are amazing uh and you know i think just the power of taking care of this topic where you know about emotions and all this uh accessing the skin is one way to really get yourself connected to how you feel and what's ready to come off and if you're willing to even nourish yourself the emotions in your skin are intricately linked. Yeah, as you know, like if you feel shy or you feel embarrassed, the skin will like flush or if you're afraid, you might get, you know, all kinds of changes. So it's your skin is the largest organ on your body. And to just be frank about it, most of the skincare companies are just poison in a bottle. Like go ahead and look them up. Um, there's a great website, InsideDecoder.com. That's I-N-C-I-D-E coder.com um and yeah it's a chemistry uh website where you can type in almost every product on the planet and look up their formulations now most of the skincare is is made um listen it's a pain in the butt to make things fresh all the time yeah it is and it requires a totally different business model that has a vision of like a higher thing it's like making a fresh food Um, And you also have to educate people. So most of the products are made in large batches and they sit on shelves for a number of years. Now, would you like your salad to do that? (laughs) (laughs) So, 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 so why did I start this? Well, I had a lot of skin problems. Um, I've had severe cystic acne. I've had um, age spots, hyperpigmentation. I started to get wrinkles from touring and teaching and talking all day. Um, like really, and just the flying and the travel. And I would, I, I've been formulating stuff since I think my late teens. And then I was in organic chemistry for a number of years. Um, so I always knew how to do it, but it's, you know, it's, it's a pain in the butt to make all your formulations and to keep everything fresh and in stock. So I was trying to buy things as I traveled and it gave a bad result. And when, when COVID hit, I made a decision so that I could touch my students in some way to begin to create products that actually work. They do what they, they say they're going to do. So we just regrow the tissues in a healthy way, following the cycles of life. And by providing like absolutely clear, clean nourishment, I do um, face care, like we specialize a lot in anti-aging, but I also do acne care and rosacea and like some 
kind of extreme conditions as well, which oftentimes require emotional work and deeper work. The two go really hand in hand. Like I can give you products to, you know, that'll make your wrinkles change. But if all day long you're crunching, you're squishing your lips with frustration and furrowing your brow, well, we can only do so much. We have to treat the whole person in their completeness. So I created um, all of this. Our body scrubs and our face scrubs are remarkable because no one on the planet puts this high quality ingredients into a scrub. But when you abrade the skin and then you have like the nourishment that, that literally feeds the cells, this is a profound process. And the quality of this organ, which is your external boundary, when this organ feels good, your emotions feel better, you feel more alive, more vital, you feel potential, you feel confident. Because as a woman, when I had to wear all that makeup to cover my acne or when I had to wear makeup to teach because I was looking bad and I'm on camera a lot, I felt gross. So the whole goal, like why the name Formula Flawless? Because we can make your skin so healthy, you don't, makeup becomes a downgrade, not an improvement. Yeah, Yeah. and this is the potential of all humans. You can have a healthy body. You can have a healthy body. We just have to take your actions. And that is the knowledge of life that, you know, Ayurveda is. So it's working with Ayurvedic principles, but I use much like higher quality ingredients um, that are available now that we live in a world where I can order, you know, pomegranate oil from this country. And, and, you know, so I'm sourcing things that are like super, super. My sourcing is one of the biggest things that we do. I'll test like 10 different variations of an ingredient until Mm -hmm. I find the one that's like pops. Yeah. It just pops. It's like, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's exciting. We just got our new website up, which makes it much easier for people to order. And um, I'm hoping to get the packaging done, which is a massive job because right now I'm just labeling it like formula three F3 because I'm a lab. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, people want a more sophisticated branding, but with a hundred products, like labeling each one, we're looking at about $30,000. So I'm slowly, yeah, we're slowly getting there, but, but yeah. You know, like this is one of our biggest sellers. This is Formula 22, the eye cream, which I put on my whole face. It's so good. And these, we do, right now I'm doing the bath bombs and these cute little, or sorry, not bath bombs, body scrubs in these really nice jars that you can reuse. And you see all the rose flowers on I have one. Yeah, this is. I love scrubs. I have one in my shower. (laughs) So. The scrub are a miracle and then this guy this is one of the best things i've ever made in my life our formula 34 literally it's a it's a skin resurfacing it helps acne rosacea and it melts into your skin i need to send you some of this because you get in the shower you wet your face put it on work it in add a little more water a couple of minutes later it's just you're just gonna melt what like rinse it off it melts oh, in and your skin totally, totally changes in quality. It's a miracle. It's one of the best things I've invented in my life because it works so effectively. Yeah. So um, I'm super excited about it. Go ahead. I said beautiful. Well, it is the reason I reverse the words is I would say your formulas are flawless. So it's flawless formula in my mind. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're definitely made... Um, with a very high ethics. In other words, I, you know, yeah. all of our creams, I, I don't put a lot of nasty preservatives. So you put them in the fridge. Um, and I refuse to do that because it, while it is a bit of a pain in the butt to communicate to people, you know, why, and then it's actually a good yeah. thing. 
I'm not going to make anything I wouldn't use. And I don't put poison on my skin anymore. It's a new era. Yes. I don't do that. So, so everything's yeah. kind of formulated that vision. Beautiful. Well, Ray, as always, it's so beautiful to have you here. I appreciate you being here. Thank you, Thank you so much. So that was Ray Indigo from Formula Flawless. And I really encourage you, if inspired, check out her great work. She's also with her business partners uh, offering a new workshop to teach people about business and especially as it relates to online e-commerce. So check that out. Uh, It's on her website. And if it's not, I will make sure I link it below. Also, support your local businesses, handcrafted products, all of these things. Local farmers are a way for all of us to redirect our energy in the manner that Mother Earth intended, that there's plenty to go around, that we can support our local communities, and we can have a lot of fun doing that. And finally, to close out, I really encourage you to evaluate how well you trust yourself. And a good litmus test for this is if you find yourself saying that you can't trust something, this, that, or the other, there's a lot of mistrust around you in the external world. That's a big sign to me that there's some inner trust that needs to be worked on. It's not to say that those quote unquote red flags, popular term for today, aren't there for a reason yet uh, go inward and rebuild your trust with yourself. Then you'll understand how to navigate those things that are probably not intended for you. And this is how we actually build up a layer of trust without having to have a lot of um, documents when we go to eat or ideas about when we go to eat that we learn to have instincts about what is good for our system and what's not, meaning that it's going to build our energy field and sustain it, or it's going to diminish it. Uh, You don't need devices to tell you these things. You can actually learn to tune in for yourself. And I highly recommend that the less things you need to rely on, the better. And it keeps your life a lot simpler. So until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with one of the songs from Kadri Scott's new album, Living, Loving, and Growing. And this song is called Beauty Is. And please remember that you are beautiful and beauty is all around us. And sip it up and not from a word of glamour, but the essence that we all are. Until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. What makes it beautiful the way it is? The way it looks at you, the way it lives, the way it feels, the way it gives, the way you call it my name. Onto it, but if feel intended, true beauty will fade. Can't be manufactured, not man made. It's brewed in the soul like a fine wine with a little bit of love and a little bit of time. Cause beauty is, is beauty 